0: Greetings, beloved ones. My name is LaVon Briggs. I am a body and sex positive womanist preacher, speaker, and author. Sensual faith is a sacred space that I carve out for you to uncover your spirituality, recover your sensuality, and discover your sexuality. So if that sounds good to you, and if that feels good to you, you're in the right place. I am so hip. Even my errors are correct. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Greetings, beloved ones, and welcome back to Sensual Faith Podcast. I am your host, LaVon Briggs, and for all its joys and all its pains, happy new year. I actually had my first session of the year with my therapist and I told her Happy New Year. And she was like, Dr. B, I have trepidation around saying Happy New Year. So I'm just going to tell you to have the best year that you can have possible. And I was like, I'll allow it. So if that's where you are, beloved, awesome. If you're where I'm at, you're saying Happy New Year to folks. Also awesome. If there's something in between or you just don't really give a crap about that kind of thing. That's fine too, boo. So for all its joys and all its pains, happy new year. 2022 has got that six energy. When you look at astrology, numerology, which I'm not an expert in, but you can follow people like Big Empress Energy on social media. And if you invest in the services of numerologists like Dr. Craig E. Wright, these are two people I love reading their things all the time. And for those of you who may think, well, numerology, astrology, isn't that the devil? Isn't that demonic? Beloved ones, the day of this recording, is literally epiphany. It's Three Kings Day in New Orleans, which essentially in the scriptures when the three kings found baby Jesus. Jesus had purportedly been born and was this whole melanated being in the earth. And then these three kings, the magi, they find Jesus. And what did they use? The stars, beloved. And so it's really, really critical that we decolonize and liberate our lens and honor that a lot of the ologies (laughs) that are out in the world are also in the text. It's just, it hasn't been highlighted from an African-centered or indigenous or ancient wisdom way. It's like this mucky, colonized, westernized, Americanized illusion of white supremacy, Christianity, right? Whenever we're talking about religion, we don't just mean Christianity. And so that's one thing that I really want us to manage is that because of our conditioning and our habituation, how we've been raised in this particular society. When we think of religion, we think of Christianity. And when you took that class, world religions in high school or college, didn't you see how many other religions there are? I mean, even beyond the Abrahamic religions, right? The Holy Trinity of Abraham's faiths or Abraham descended faiths. It's really, really critical that we just honor that our bodies hold ancient wisdom in them because we are the descendants of our ancestors who held ancient wisdom And so let's not be so quick to demonize other fields of study. They actually work together (laughs) to uplift us and amplify us. The gift of this year in 2022 is that two plus two plus two is six and six is all about relationships. And again, (laughs) many of us are recovering evangelical Christians. When you think of relationships, you think of what? Your marriage, your soulmate, your Boaz. Some people who are a little more new agey or woo woo, like my twin flame, right? But relationships are more than romantic. In fact, I just saw this article that talks about platonic long term relationships how women who are single and often straight are engaging in these long-term platonic relationships with their girlfriends or with other people who are literally not sex buddies, not friends with benefits, literal friends, and they are buying homes together. They are building lives together. Why? Because a lot of us have pursued higher education and we know that Black women are the most educated demographic. We got the most number of degrees and oftentimes we have to put off getting married or having babies because we're getting these degrees or we're ascending this corporate ladder. And so sometimes it's career, sometimes it's education, sometimes it's reproductive health challenges, right? We really don't know why people have children and why they don't unless you are in their inner circle and they want to tell you all of this. So needless to say, this kind of decolonization, deconstruction of social norms around who gets to be in a home with a white picket fence and 2.5 kids, (laughs) even if they're not engaged in a romantic relationship, it's really, really cool to see. And I think it challenges a lot of the notions that we have in our culture around marriage, around partnership, around this heavy burden that we put on people to be partnered, right, Or, or else. And so I hope that hearing me talk about a wide variety and a large spectrum of different kinds of relationships, they are platonic, they are sensual, they are non-sensual, they are familial, biological, spiritual, or otherwise, like we are surrounded by deep community. God created us to be communal people. We are inherently communal. Why do you think we got these gangs? Even the academic ones, (laughs) because the day that this podcast is releasing is Founder's Day for Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, Inc., of which I am an illustrious member. So shout out to all my devastating divas. Happy Founder's Day. So that's actually the first part of what I want to talk about in this spirituality (laughs) are these T words that help us to live the most robust, full pleasurable, easeful, fun, satisfying, fulfilling life possible. What's the spirituality, sis? The first one is identity. And so I identify as a body and sex positive womanist creator. I am definitely Afrocentric. I am definitely fine as fuck. I am giving it to the girls. I'm also formally theologically trained, and I have worked in so many different fields that I feel like at the center of everything that I do is storytelling. I am a storyteller, and I am a storyteller who happens to notice that a lot of the women that I admired were a part of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority, Incorporated. And so, when I was in undergrad, DST was suspended on my undergraduate campus at Seton Hall University for hazing. I graduated December 2006. Spring 2007, like 35 of my friends from school crossed Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated through a rival school, Rutgers University. When I tell you I was hot, I was like, not me graduating early and missing the whole entire first line that was allowed to do dual intake with another university. So then when I matriculated to Yale Divinity School, I remember getting rumblings from my friends who had pledged at Yale College or other places that they were going to do some intake for the alumni chapter. Now, alumni is literally any chapter that is not an undergraduate chapter for folks who don't know. I know that the Greek goons, you know, we throw out all this language. And if you haven't gone to an HBCU, which is a historically Black college or university, or if you don't have anybody who's a part of a Black Greek letter organization in your life, then this could seem and sound very foreign, right? So I want to co-create an environment that is radically hospitable, And so ultimately, I was not able to do membership intake at Yale Divinity School. I can't remember what happened, but I also remember one of my classmates, shout out to Reverend Dr. Dean Michelle Guidry at Spelman College and creator of Black Girl, Black Coffee. She and I were kicking it cool. She and I were kicking it hard. And then all of a sudden, I just didn't see her. It got to the point where I was like, did I do something to offend her? Is everything okay?" Like, y'all, I was really, really feeling it. And when I found out that she had crossed, I was like, oh, she had disappeared because she was taking care of the responsibilities and duties that she needed in order to become a member of the most illustrious Greek letter organization known to humankind. And shout out to Portionality, who is my Greek sister, not my Delta Sauror. But we give love to the D9, a.k.a. the Divine Nine. So... Maybe I'll just do a whole Black Greek letter organization episode and invite someone who graduated from an HBCU onto the show because I applied to one HBCU. I applied to Howard University's communication program and I wanted to be a bison, but they sent me my acceptance letter in July when I was already registered for classes at NYU. And every time I tell this story to people who have graduated from HBCUs, they're always like, oh, no, you got a call. Excuse me? Pardon me? I'm the daughter of Caribbean immigrants. I did not know that I had to call the institution to get my admittance. I thought that was information they would volunteer. Silly me. So needless to say, I'm not a bison. I am a pirate and a bulldog. And my second seminary didn't have a mascot. So when I moved to Vallejo, California, I was an assistant pastor at this midsize, relatively progressive Black Baptist church. And I mean, relatively because progressive to them was having women in the pulpit. (laughs) We were the only church in Vallejo to do that. So progressive is subjective. Right. But ultimately, towards the end of my tenure there, I got wind that there was going to be for the first time in like 11 years, a line of intake for the Vallejo alumni chapter of Delta Sigma Theta. So your girl went to the interest meeting and the rest is history. Well, her story, my story. <laughs> and April 30th, 2017, I crossed the burning sands of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. And I am so ecstatic to be a part of this global organization doing incredible, amazing work in the world. And so Nikki Giovanni, who wrote Ego Trip In, is a Delta, as is some other famous Deltas, Keisha Knight-Polium, aka Rudy from The Cosby Show, Angela Bassett, Roberta Flack, Kay Michelle, Kim Whitley, that hilarious comedian, Dorothy Irene Height, our beloved ancestor Cicely Tyson, Natalie Cole, Shirley Chisholm, Ashe, Aretha Franklin, Ashe, Cheryl Lee Ralph, you know, Moesha's mama, the lady who was in Dreamgirls on Broadway, Lena Horn, Ashe, our ancestor, giving you class, okay? Giving you whimsy. Soledad O'Brien, Ashe, AJ Johnson, that super, super fit woman in Hollywood. Listen, Barbara Jordan, Betty Shabazz, we were giving it to the girls then and we're giving it to the girls now. <laughs> and so shout out to all my sorrows and shout out to all my tail slash anchors. Those are often the tallest women on the line. We stand in the back. We're the last ones. We are the anchors. We are the support. We are bringing up the rear with our dairy years. So I am so excited about our second tea our community, what's happening in these communal streets. So y'all know that I am the purveyor of all things sensual faith. Sensual faith is all about the art of coming home to your body and the reintegration of your spirituality, sensuality, and sexuality. Well, you may or may not be aware that I was doing a podcast adjacent conversation series on my Patreon, and that's featuring six of my dear friends who are all amazing and doing incredible work in the world. Ramal Toon, A.C. Brown, Jasmine Bloom, Juju Bay, Darian LaBeach, and uh, Black Women's Stitch, like all of de facto, incredible human beings. And I wanted to host the space because I moved to New Orleans (laughs) in the middle of pandemic. And so all of the friends and homies and lovers, praise the Lord, (laughs) who would have been here to visit me weren't able to do so because of Rona and dot, dot, dot all their cousins and then we going to use non-gender conforming language, all day cousins in these streets. And so I wanted to invite folks whose voices I wanted to hear just around what they're up to. What kind of art do you like? What music are you listening to? Right. Just like the chill conversations we would have been having if they were here in New Orleans with me. And so when I launched Sensual Faith Podcast, it was like I was doing two podcasts at once. Come on now. The NAP ministry does not approve that kind of shenanigans and carrying on. So I said, let's just go ahead and synthesize this work. The book, Sensual Faith, The Art of Coming Home to Your Body, is tentatively set to be released September 20th. I don't even got to say next year or next fall. I can say this fall or this September. Ah. Needless to say, those kinds of updates also happen in this great community that I have just refreshed from the Sensual Faith Patreon to Sensual Faith Academy. So Sensual Faith Academy is based on the platform Patreon, but I have really expanded it to include everything that goes into creating Sensual Faith Podcast. So the articles that I'm reading, you know, things that would be in show notes, we'll actually have those uploaded on the Academy website. We're going to be hosting Intimate conversation. So when I start inviting guests onto the podcast and we go live on Instagram or I send out an exclusive link for Zoom or Google Hangout, you know, depending on which tier you're a part of, listen that's when you get the real, real. You know what I'm saying? The podcast is often general and public facing. A lot of times we're introducing our audience to really cool people. But when you're in the academy, you get to see these people like one-on-one on the screen and to ask them the questions that came up for you while you were listening to their episode or while you were reading some book for class or while you were scrolling on social media and saw this really interesting quotation. It's all good in the hood, but it's all gravy in the Central Faith Academy. Okay, so definitely go to patreon.com slash Briggs. Secure your sacred spot in the tier that's right for you. I upload exclusive behind-the-scenes footage of what's happening with the podcast, me recording in real time, little notes to get prepared, prompts that I send out to folks to help me curate editorial content for the podcast episodes. All the supplemental materials for the podcast will be on the Academy website. So y'all, I'm trying to tell you, I'm trying to told you, go to patreon.com slash Briggs Join the tier that's right for you and support the podcast. Support the podcast. Like, let me tell you, my Zora tier is specifically for supporting podcasts. Shout out to Portionality Media, who literally just has me record my episode in Zoom and they edit it and upload it to all the platforms. So, wherever you listen to the podcast, they did that. Not me, y'all. The audiograms that y'all love so much, especially because they're closed captioned. That's damn. And so when you invest in me, you invest in another Black-owned woman business, you invest in yourself. It's like win, win, win all around. And so you want to know who's winning right now are our newest enrollees in the Sensual Faith Academy. So love, light, huge shout out to Jasmine Leggett. Thank you so much for editing your pledge. Welcome to Enyonum Harget. I'm so glad that you are here. Welcome to Jamise Porterfield. Hey, boo, hey. And welcome to OMG. <laughs> now something tells me that the beloved's initials are actually omg but the fact that they joined as omg childs it's just giving it's just giving so thank y'all so much for being a part of essential faith academy i appreciate you being present and i ask that god and the divine and universe source like energy All the heavenly beings will bless you tenfold, a hundredfold with the ways that you have blessed me. So shout out to y'all. And our third tea, because you know, I'm a good Baptist preacher. I'm gonna have three points and a close. (laughs) And what's the spirituality, sis? It's festivity, okay? This segment is gonna be all about how are we celebrating ourselves, our growth, our healing in this time? You might be thinking, Miss Ma'am, do you see what's going on outside? Have you seen CNN, Fox, Twitter, Apple News? Have you, have you seen it? seen a? Okay, some of y'all not gonna get that. In fact, the day that I'm recording this podcast is the one year anniversary of the insurrection in DC. And so, yes, baby, I took it upon myself to stay off of Twitter specifically, but most social media platforms and to record this episode on the day when I am supposed to be weary and frustrated and tired and re-traumatized watching these images replay on loop over and over again all day where we know good and well, had these been people of color, had these been niggas, it would not have gone down the way that it did. And so... In the words of Unearth and Bloom, an intergenerational healing organization founded by twins Khadijah and Zakia, listen here. The function of oppression is to exhaust you. The matrix of systems of oppression wants you to be tired. Looking at these images over and over again of violence against Black folks, trans folks, queer folks, like that is tiring. That's exhausting. You know what the opposite of exhausted is? Festive. Okay, some people might be like, oh, awake or energetic. No, the opposite of exhausted is festive. And so the tea that I want to sip on is festivity. I want to know how are you being festive? And I'm not talking about toxic positivity. I'm not saying that you got to be good vibes only. That's unrealistic. That's delusional. That's how people end up burnt out and having breakdowns because they're trying to purport like everything's okay and I'm happy-go-lucky and I'm just so optimistic. Okay, keep your head to the sky, beloved, but it's okay to not be okay. It's not okay to not be okay and say you're okay. You feel me? And so I'm not telling you to ignore what's going on in the world. I just want to remind you that in the spirit of our ancestors, in the spirit of our community, there have been pandemics going on for years. And so you get to live a life of pleasure, flow and ease, even in the midst of chaos. Capitalism is not being any less festive. Patriarchy is not being any less festive. They rip it and run it. So you better rip and run too. And so I'm not saying that to pressure you or to make you feel like you have to do, you know, what I saw a lot of people doing and still recapping now, just creating these videos for social media about all the things that I did in 2021. Honey, you could have won a Grammy and you could have taken a nap. (laughs) As far as I'm concerned, everybody who survived 2021 coming into 2022, honey, you deserve a celebration. Like I said earlier on this episode, we are communal people. We are not made to live in isolation like this. And so I invite you to take a moment, even if your festivity is simply practicing deep gratitude pausing this podcast episode and looking around you and finding five things to be grateful for. Smelling five things and what do I notice? My perfume from earlier. I noticed the Palo Santo smoke that I burned. Noticing five colors around you. Listening for five sounds that you hear. Touching your clothes and other fabrics and walls and structures that are around you. And just finding five things to touch to bring you back to center. Baby love, sensuality is the ultimate practice in mindfulness. It is not about being lewd and lascivious and crass and highly sexual. It's about being in touch with your body. And your body is something to celebrate. And even if you are in a growing, expanding relationship with your body, that expansion is worth celebrating too. So I am being festive with the fact that this time next month, The final round of edits for my book will be done. Honey, get into it. And so this is a beautiful, beautiful time for us to tap into what makes us unique and special because this year is all about relationships and what's more important than your relationship with your creator and yourself. And when you have a relationship with yourself that is steeped in love, and affirmation, and celebration, and kindness, and compassion, man, how much more joyful will we be when we show up for everybody else? Today's text is ego tripping. Don't let your ego have you tripping, beloved. Don't let your ego have you thinking that you have to do and run and be in order to be worthy of love. The celebration is that you are worthy of love just by having been born, just for being here. You are worthy of radical, lavish, extravagant love. And so I don't shame the ego. You know, a lot of people like, oh, you got a big ego. Well, Beyonce's big ego is talking about something else. But <laughs> when working with my therapist, Dr. Reed, I've learned that ego is not all bad. Ego is actually a compass. When you find yourself jealous of something or someone, it's your desire saying, hey, I like that. I want that too. And so celebrate when that surge of jealousy or that pang of envy comes up, accept it, honor it, and then release it. But trying to pretend like you're not jealous or like you're not envious, like you don't want what they got, you're not being true to yourself. And your body knows, your mind knows, your spirit knows that you're not being honest. So how are you going to walk in the fullness of your power and you ain't being authentic? How you going to win when you ain't right within? So all that to say, decolonize and liberate your desire, boo, because it's not just about sexual desire, it's about life's desire. And if it's in you, the evidence of that desire is proof that you are worthy of it. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Central Faith Podcast 2022. I am so, so excited about all that is to come this year. I am praying God's blessed and best over you, your loved ones, your household, your lineage, and that this will be for all its joys and all its pains, the best year ever. In the name of everything that is light, love and holy, ashe and amen. Thanks for being here, beloved ones. Follow along with the conversation online using the hashtag #SensualFaithPod, and let's co-create this juicy, delicious community together. If you are already in beloved, share, like, subscribe and rate five stars, please and thanks. If you want to learn and community with me, we've already got a sensual faith Patreon that's been popping. Visit patreon.com slash and join the tier that's right for you. Follow me on social media at LaVon briggs on all the things you can visit my website levonbriggs.com to book me for spiritual life coaching tarot card readings contact me for speaking teaching preaching engagements workshops keynotes media interviews And if you are ready to invest in this work, because baby, I'm investing in this work for us. So you can bless me on Zelle, Venmo, PayPal, Cash App, all the things that are in the show notes and in my links, in my bios, across platforms, you already know, it's lit. Go in peace, go in power, go in pleasure. Be well, beloved ones. And if it's not well, it's not the end. And remember, faith should feel good.